0: All right, welcome to the Chaz Palantieri Show. We got a new episode today, of course. Another old school episode, and I got a classic guy. Another classic guy. You know, I I do my homework, and I find these classic guys. And they're all over the place, all in the boroughs. You got to find them. New York, Long Island City, uh, Brooklyn, Queens, Astoria. It's like, they're like dinosaurs, these guys. They're not around anymore. They believe in old school values. It's old school. That's why it's real important, man. Real important to bring these guys to show people what it was like growing up back then. But before I bring them out, don't forget go to net, and you'll see my one man show. If you never saw it, please come and see it. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Uh, October 1st, I'm going to be back on Broadway for one night only at the Town Hall Theater on 43rd Street, one night only. Starting September, starting September, I'll be on the road from September to December. You go on chasparmentary.net. I'm going to be in Boston, Pittsburgh, Philly, Richfield, Connecticut at the Playhouse. I'm going to be all over. But remember, October 1st, it's the first time in 34 years I'm going to do uh, a talk about, at the end, I'm going to do Q&A, Q- questions and answers, on the one-man show, the movie, and the musical. And I have a special guest coming, which I won't say who he is, but uh, depending upon his schedule, I hope he can come. So, old school. Old school, old school. Folks, I'm telling you, this guy is so old school. I've been trying to get him on the show for a while. He's so busy. He's an absolute phenomenon on social media. I mean, when I say his name, you're going to realize who he is. Huge on Instagram. Huge on, on uh, uh, Facebook. Huge on Twitter. He's a huge guy. He's a huge guy. Uh, but you know what? Not only is he a huge guy, his name is huge. They call him the one, the only, big time Tommy. Tommy, how are you? How
1: you doing, Chess?
0: Good to see you. It
1: is an honor and a privilege to be sitting next to you.
0: Well, Tommy, I, I, I want to know. I mean, I got to say something before we get into your life and stuff. Everything about you is big time. Your it jewelry is. is big time. Gotta your watch. Be. Look at your watch and your ring. Big time. Yes. Your cars are big time. Yes. I, I, I'm curious. Have you always been like this?
1: I've always been, yes. I, I, I never blended into whatever crowd that I was with. I was never blended into cliques. I always I always was a leader. I was never a follower. Right. And, uh, you know, I led by example. And I, I grew up in a big Italian household. I had many, many relatives where I grew. When I grew up, In Long Island, Bayshore. Right. My mother's side of the family lived over in the ocean blocks that we lived in. And uh, they called it Little Italy over there because I had 53 cousins and relatives that lived within four and a half blocks. What? Yes. My mother's uh, mother and father, which are my grandparents. Yeah. Two brothers married two sisters. And they, you know, had the house on the corner. And then everybody started having kids. And before you know it. There was a family all over between, like I said, four and a half blocks. It was 53 relatives. I've
0: never heard of such a thing.
1: It was was the best growing up that way. You had a great childhood. I had an incredible childhood. And if people don't understand what it means to being able to keep your doors open. Right. Because we were all in the same neighborhood, nobody ever had to say you were coming over somebody's house. The door was always open. Right. And... The way that when my grandfather and my uncle built the houses in that neighborhood, all the sidewalks right. actually in the backyards all led to one another's house. No way. And there was a common ground in the middle where the pool was for the whole family with picnic benches and, and, and a well. And it was just, it was an incredible way to live. Holy and shit. If, that sounds like a paradise. And if nobody ever got the chance to to live that way, I mean... To be able to, here's one of the coolest things in the world, Chaz, that when it was somebody's birthday, you didn't need to actually call the pers- the, the people up and say, we're having cake at 7 o'clock. Automatically, at 6.30, whoever's birthday it was at that house, just all the relatives would end up just coming to the house with gifts or food or whatever. Cake would be served at 7.30. Everybody would be out of the house after the party at 10 o'clock. <sighs> and it's just the way, and When I looked at other kids that didn't live that way, I thought there was something wrong with them. But that was the way that I was brought up. And I was brought up in such a tight-knit family, so close and so Italian, that when I saw things being done, they literally became uh, hallmarks in my brain for as I got older, I just thought this is the way that things are supposed to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of your... Instagram and all your social media is about old school, right?
1: Yeah, and my my phrase is OS for life, old school for life. I got the tattoo old school right there. Old school. Old school, and I, you know, at the end of whatever I'm writing or whatever I'm saying, I always say OS for life. Wow. And that's old school. I would do anything for those days to come back.
0: Yeah, it's sad, uh, Tommy. It's like those days are gone. You know, I'm sorry to say that, but that's why I do my podcast to bring back and to tell people what it was like to be, to grow up old school, to yeah. have that, you know, I mean, and like I said, you talk about that a lot. I mean, I grew up in an Italian neighborhood, but, and it was very close, but not like that. That was, I've never heard of something like that.
1: And what's crazy is Chaz, and this is the truth, that that was just a portion of my mother's side of the family that just happened to be 53 cousins and, 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 wow. well, you know, relatives that live there. I still had many more cousins from my mother's side, and I didn't even start talking about my father's side yet. So I was very, very Uh uh, fortunate to grow up the way that I did with so many cousins because I've literally dated girls that said, I only have one uncle and, like, one cousin, one first cousin. I'm like, what? What? Like, it it doesn't make sense to me. Like, if there's not... Twenty to thirty people sitting around right. a Thanksgiving table in Easter, and that was another thing. We all had each one of the relatives in the neighborhood had designated um, uh, holidays that they would have. Like my mother would have Thanksgiving, my aunt Marie would have Christmas Eve. Christmas Day would be at my grandmother's. But then after my grandmother passed away, it ended up to be at my uncle's. And this was and every year. Everybody, knew, every everybody si- knew where they were eating. Automatically, automatically. And then Easter Day would be at my godmother's, my Aunt Liz. So what was, what was crazy is that this just was automatic. And the night before, everybody the night before the holiday. Right. Everybody would be downstairs in my Uncle Sal's house. Right. Because obviously I'm Italian and, and living in that neighborhood, they did things like you would expect in the boroughs by having the kitchen downstairs. Kitchen and, downstairs, and, right. And, and all the cooking would be done the night before downstairs and just the next day. And, you know, you would think that everybody would see each other around the table, but yet starting at seven thirty eight o'clock, we would start making our rounds around the neighborhood for Christmas or Easter to say Merry Christmas or Happy Easter to each and every one of the relatives. I
0: mean, this sounds like it's a wonderful life, like the movie It's a Wonderful Life. This is unbelievable. I'm telling you. And
1: then as people started passing away... It changed. And as people started getting older and getting their own families that did not move into the neighborhood, and it got smaller and smaller. smaller. But... I'm fortunate still to be able to, on holidays, sit around a table of 10 to 12, right. maybe not 20 to 30. Is it still like that now? It's still like that now. It's still like that now. For example, 4th of July, we all went to my Aunt Liz's house, and there was probably about 15 of us over there. And every family brings a little bit of something plus everything that is at my Aunt Liz's house. And we just had an incredible 4th <laughs> of July. Well, you got a charm of life, man. I uh You got a charm life I do. And I've got great family, I've got great friends. I don't
0: know how true this is that you were a great baseball player.
1: I was. I was baseball was my life, actually. Like when people that didn't know me then, that just see me now and they see that I'm fat, I wasn't always fat. Right. I was from the time I was in the martial arts from the time I was seven years old. My parents had me playing pee-wee baseball and football since five. Wow. By the time I got to high school, I was already being uh, scouted by professional baseball teams. Right. I ended up getting scholarships to college for baseball. Fantastic. I ended up playing farm league baseball. And I uh, ended up, <laughs> I never went to college because of, I just didn't want to deal with books anymore. Right, And there was the right way of going and, I kind of veered off for a, right, yeah. a couple of years the wrong way, but there's right. nothing in my life that I would have changed. I have no regrets. So even
0: when you veered off, well, obviously we all have done things, you you feel it was a good thing because you learned from that experience. I
1: believe that there are no mistakes in life. There are only lessons learned. Yeah. And I believe that no matter what you do in life, there's always repercussions, and those repercussions also lead to lessons. So right, right. I may have not... Uh, You know, uh, not to be morbid or anything, but I may have been dead. I may have been in jail for the rest of my life, but there was a a change and a turn in my life where I said that I had to get back on the right street and I had to take the right way. Right. And, uh, you know, due to my decision, I'm here humbled to be sitting across from you right now. Wow, that's
0: amazing. But, like,
1: many people talk about
0: defining moments, Tommy, and they say, what was your defining moment? I know my defining moment. But if you look back at your life, and it might take a second to think about this, Tommy, what would you say was a defining moment that put you on a path that you are now, that changed everything? If you can't talk about it, then you can. not If you can... The
1: the life that I am living now, it's very easy. Uh, um, I've always been my own character. I've always been... People always have told me you're almost like a cartoon character, that this is the way that you live life each and every day. Right. And, you know, I branded the way that I dress. You'll always see me in a cut-off black sleeve right. shirt and three-striped pants, and it's almost like a cartoon or a superhero. You, you know, Yogi Bear never changed his outfit. Fred That's Flintstone right. never changed his That's outfit. That's true, right. You know, so this is what you'll see. In, uh, you know, no matter what I did before, people always remembered me. And I've always been a bigger than life personality. Wow. And then once we were uh, basically me, Mike, and Mario were found for a reality show called Carfellas. And once the production, you know, production company literally, you know, sat across the street to say, Is this real or is this just something that they're doing for right, right. and they're like, This is fucking real. This is crazy. Yeah, for those of
0: you who don't know. The, this guy's real. He's not. He's not a cartoon. This is him, <laughs> Tommy. Uh, tell them how many Cadillacs you have, Tommy.
1: I uh, I have twenty-seven Caddies. No, we, we don't want to brag. No, we're I not doing that. we just said you love Cadillacs. I right? love Cadillacs. Well, also, I, I'm not married and I don't have kids. Obviously, right. I'd have to be responsible if I had children and a wife and you know the whole nine right. yards. But uh, I don't have any of that. My babies are my Cadillacs. I have twenty-seven Caddies, I've got one Volkswagen convertible, uh, which I absolutely love Volkswagen. I know to look at me, no. no. But growing up, I'm an old school guy. <laughs> there were cars that I've loved. And right. I, one is the Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am. Oh, I love that car. Which I've owned. I've owned three of those, don't own any now. Yeah. And I've loved Herbie and the Love Bug. So being that I love the Volkswagen Bug and I love Herbie and the Love Bug, right. I ended up getting not one of the old school ones, a newer school one, and only because it was a special edition, only 200 made, and it's triple white. White leather interior, white outside with a white top. And it is only 200. It's a 2007 Volkswagen Wow. Bump, and when people see me down the street driving, they're just like, no. No. That's not big time Tommy. Big time Tommy yeah. the to Volkswagen? But it is, and I made it. My own by putting the Vogue tires on it, like right. on my Cadillacs. I
0: bought a new Volkswagen, one of my the first cars. I think it was 71 or something like that. Was, was it a bug? It was a bug. It was a red bug. And it was brand new. Out of the showroom, I paid $1,600 for it. I'll never forget it. Oh, um, my I don't know. Me. <laughs> 1971 or something. I'll never forget it. Now, so all the car. What is your favorite car? That, what would you say you drive the most, Tommy?
1: Well, you can't say that because uh, you could ask me that question, but I can't say what do I drive the most because I like to drive a different car every three or four days to keep the fluids going, to keep everything going, to not let the tires get square from sitting on the cement. So uh, what I will do is rotate uh, the cars. And, you know, I do have everyday driving Cadillacs that I use in the wintertime. And then I've got all my classics. I, my cars go all the way back to 1962.
0: But but what do you do, uh, Tommy? What do you do in the snow? How, Cadillacs are not great in the snow, are they?
1: The front, the ones that I have are front wheel drive. We oh, have the some bit, front wheel drive. I, okay. And plus I have an Escalade, so I have an Escalade. Right. I've got four different DeVille DTSs that are you know done up in different fashions, so you can. Wow, I don't know you, why
0: Cadillac. They should hire you. to You know, be it's a funny that you it. say
1: that. A lot of people said that. <laughs> You're like, it's a no brainer to me. My very uh, favorite car that I own is my 1985 triple white Eldorado Burritz convertible, which I've had since I was 19 years old.
0: You've had it. You never...
1: I'm the second owner, and I got the car... How many miles are on it, you think? Now there's 84,000 miles. I got the car with 5,000 miles. Holy shit. I got the car with 5,000 miles. It's my favorite car that I own, but my favorite driving car... Yeah. Is it my? I have a 1978 Eldorado, which is the big, the body, big body with the big long, with the yeah. pillow And that's my favorite driving car.
0: Now, I got to ask you this. Sure. And please don't take offense. When you get invited to a wedding, okay, you got to go to a wedding. Your yes. You go like this? Absolutely. That's the deal. You it, invite me, this is how I go.
1: If somebody wants me somewhere, they have to know that this is, right now, just so you know, I'm wearing a tuxedo right now. <laughs> but what ha- also happened was before I got here, I was smoking a cigar and one of the ashes burnt. So yeah. excuse me for everybody out there that sees the little hole in there. I saw your cigars.
0: Is that your own brand of cigars?
1: I collaborated with Asylum 13, which is the biggest ring cigar company in the entire world. Uh, the size of your and cigar freaked me out. It's a it. 70 ring gauge cigar. Uh, I also have a 60 ring gauge and it is the hottest selling cigar for 2022. I've been sold out five times since the cigar came out in April of 21. Wow.
0: And where is the, uh, the tobacco from? The tobacco is
1: tobaccos from Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yes, the uh, the fills from Nicaragua. I literally, it wasn't something that they said, we have a cigar for you. I picked my own leaf, my own blend, I designed my label with the graphic designer, and I also designed the box that obviously has a picture of me on the front of so the cigar box. So you know about cigars. I do. Oh, I do. Fantastic. I've been smoking cigars. I want to say I lived in Florida from 2000 uh, from 1996 to 2009 for 13 years. Right. So being down in Florida Right. There is a cigar lounge on every corner, like here in New York. There's a pizzeria or a nail salon right. on every corner. In Florida, there's a cigar lounge. So when rain season would start, June 1st to November 1st, right. and it was also 100 degrees and humid, Right. you'd go inside to look for air condition. Wow. Where would we go? We'd go to the cigar lounges. And I actually learned about cigars, learned about smoking cigars, and uh, it wasn't my first time smoking a cigar. Right. That's a funny story altogether. Well, let me hear it. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, really the whole cigar beginning for me started when I lived in Florida.
0: When you lived in Florida. When I lived in uh, Florida. Let me take a wild guess. The name of the cigar is Big Time Tommy.
1: It's the Big Time Tommy, yes. Special edition. Not limited edition. Big Time Tommy. But special edition. Yeah,
0: John? Special edition.
1: Because Big Time Tommy's special. <laughs>
0: I mean, this story, is it, you, is it you want to tell me that story about a funny time about something? Oh, about- with the cigar? Yeah.
1: All right, so uh, I was at a place that used to be the old 231 over um, on uh, Old Country Road over in Call Place, yeah. which was at the time called uh, Cafe Lexi Bianca. Okay. I was with a bunch of uh, good guys, yes, if you know I'm what I'm sure. saying. Yeah. And uh, believe it or not, Chaz, back in those days, that's when the girls walked around with the wooden box that they would oh, hold around right, their neck right, right. with the leather straps. And there were little compartments cigars. with the cigars. Cigars, cigars and, yeah. well, Yes, and sitting back, watching all wow. these guys that, you know, I was friendly with and around and looked up to some and uh, seeing them with the cigars, I'm like, I want a cigar. So the girl said to me, what cigar do you want? And I says, the best one in there. Me not knowing that there's a light cigar for people that start off, there's Mm -hmm. a medium. And the best cigar that was in there was also the most popular, which was also for people that smoked the hell out of cigars. Right, so they knew, right. And she gave me this dark cigar, not knowing that I wasn't a cigar smoker. So she lit it for me, and my friend goes, I know that you don't smoke, but just so you know, you don't inhale like a cigarette. Like, I wouldn't know, because I've never smoked a cigarette. Right. So they says, yeah, you just don't inhale. So so within two or three, I felt like I was doing this. Wow. And it felt like the room was, like, going around. And I started getting, like, pins and needles on my lips. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What was in this cigar? Right, right. But it was the strongest cigar that there was. I had no food in my system. Oh, my God. I went right to the bathroom. And I literally was there, and I was holding on. Like, I feel like I'm going to pass out. What's happening? Wow. And I threw some water on my face, and I ended up throwing up a little bit. And then when wow. I came back in, I was back to like this again, but I never in it, I never put the cigar to my mouth wow. again. I just held it in my so hand. So is, is the, is
0: the, is the big-time Tommy cigar, is it a strong cigar? You it's a say-
1: cigar. The big-time Tommy cigar is the exact size ring gauge that I smoke and the exact leaf that is good for for me because I also have asthma. So if I smoke something too harsh and too strong, I'll go into a full blown oh asthma my God, attack. Be careful, so yeah. this is uh, a medium, medium, too full, more on the medium side, not peppery where it's going to blow your shit out. It's just, wow. it's a, and everybody that has bought the cigar that bought it because of, uh, hey, let's just buy it because it's big time, Tommy. We don't right, smoke, exactly. yeah. but we'll try. Holy cow, this is a great cigar. People that are very, very big cigar smokers it. bought it wow. and says we're going to try it because it's big time. Of course. And they end up saying, wow, it's one of my favorite cigars yeah. no, I've heard it's people. It's not just a gimmick. I heard people
0: talk about it. Yeah, I, well, I thank always, you. I always say, if you're going to do it, they'll try it once. Like people, I own two restaurants, and I always tell people, they'll come to my restaurant once because of me. Food ain't great. They ain't come back. Right. They don't, true. Give, they don't give a shit who I am.
1: It's got to be something that you like and you I would like, eat yourself. I and
0: like I And I love my restaurants. Great food. I have two restaurants 30 West 46th Street, folks. And uh, Just a two, little plug. A little plug. <laughs> 264 White Plains. Two great Italian restaurants. Uh, but no, you're right. They have to like it. But I know a bunch of people who tried it and they said, oh, tell me, ask them about a cigar because it's really good.
1: Thank you. And yes. I, yeah. I'm glad.
0: Uh, Nicking, and now, to get it, they can get it online or...
1: They could either go on to BigTimeTommy.com and once they hit that, they'll see the cigars. It will go over to the company right. and it'll actually get a... But it is nationwide. So my cigars are in Tennessee, wow. Kentucky, Arizona, yeah. states that I never even thought of. I have people on social media sending me messages holding the cigar going, <sighs> I'm from Colorado, I'm from here, I'm from... And it's just, it's so humbling to... Think that somebody could walk into a store, in in any of the fifty states, and my cigar is right the there cigar on the is shelf. Right there. And if it's not, all they have to do is actually ask <clears throat> the owner of the store, "Hey, can you get the big time Tommy from Asylum 13? Well, and
0: it, it, it's amazing. It, it's it's just amazing because you're. I mean, you just how long have you been on Instagram now? I've been four on years?
1: Instagram uh, four years. Four years. You
0: just blew up. I mean.
1: It's a funny story about that, Chaz. I uh, was on Instagram uh, March, April of 2016, and all of a sudden, like uh, 2000, I want to say 19, my cousin calls me up and he goes, "Bro, you're going viral." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Your your numbers are going over like a like a, a slot machine." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes on Twitter. I'm like, "I'm not on Twitter." He goes, somebody took your video off of your Instagram page and put it on their Twitter page. Holy shit. And it's just about reaching <laughs> 2 million right now. And by the end of a couple of days, my video on Twitter did 6 million.
0: Wow, that's big time. And then Boston. Bar- Thank you, that, Yeah.
1: And then uh, Boston Sports <clears> throat> took throat> my video, put it onto Boston Sports. Yeah. I went viral on Barstool Sports at 2.5. And for whatever crazy reason, they took a second video of mine within 24 hours, which they never do, right. of the same person. And they must have thought it was a fluke or whatever. They put a second video up of me. Right. that did 1.3 million on the second uh, video amazing. on Barstool. And then after that, it was off to the races. That I've that so is, far I'm- gone viral on um, World Star. Uh, I just went viral literally... A couple of weeks ago with Chris Mormondo that you, yeah. and then we did, oh my God, we did the reenactment of that Goodfellas thing that everybody's doing where they're going down the table and they're introducing. Uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah,
0: yeah. I saw that. It was great. So
1: we yeah. actually mouthed the words instead of just showing the guys standing there. And guess what it's up to as of today? What? 5.2 million. That video. That video is people are saying it's the best one to date out there, and that nobody should try doing it again. Right. Now, because five point two million. I
0: mean, you're such bigger than life and such a character. I'm really surprised nobody like wanted you on a movie or a TV. Well, first of all, you are in a TV thing. Let's talk about that. Uh, Willem DeMeo, who's going to be on my show. Yes, love Willie. He's Will, a great Will guy. An incredible hustler and a, and a good who friend. Who really yeah. made things. Happened for his life. Didn't sit around. Didn't fucking bullshit people. He just did made it happen. Writer, director, star, producer. Uh, t- big time is in uh, Gravesend. I'm I'm starring in Gravesend, so you got to see it when it comes out. It's it's a killer, and because uh, you're like a character, you're like a great character.
1: <laughs> this is season two. I was lucky to, enough to be on season one, uh, which you could find on Amazon Prime and. Uh, what a treat it was to find out that they brought you oh, on, well, thanks. and and I was—I don't—you know, you saw me that day. I yeah. was there watching you guys, and to see you at the table, just doing your thing, and uh, it—it's it, something magical well, to well, see uh, you. And thank
0: you. But you know what's amazing? Because Will wanted me two years ago, and I said, you know what? All due respect, Will, I love you. You're a great guy, but I can only do it when I, if I get my money, you know. And I just said, no, you know, I knew. They weren't there was no way they could do it and I could I don't do favors for anybody. I just don't do favors. You want me, you gotta pay me because you're buying my brand. You right. understand that. Absolutely. You want me, you gotta Absolutely. pay me. Absolutely. You're not just even if I do two days, you're buying my brand. Right. I, you could use that I'm there, you're gonna talk about me. That's my brand. Absolutely. You gotta pay for that. And I never thought all of a sudden my agent called me he goes, Yeah, Will uh, will Willem the Mayo called up. They have the money they want you. In. I was like, come on, stop. He called up. Sure and that's shit. Amazing. put the money in escrow. And here I am on the movie. I mean, I gotta say, this guy, this guy says what he says, man. And yeah. What he says. And,
1: uh, yes, and season two is gonna be explosive. Oh yeah. Powerful. Oh my god. I mean,
0: Dice Clay's on it. Uh, William Forsythe.
1: Forsyth. Yeah, that's uh, right. Louis Lombardi, uh, Willie DeMeo, you, yeah. uh, Vince Pastore, Tony Darrow. Just it's, it's... It goes on and on. It just it's a who's who of just great actors that you want right. to see, and it's that's just right. it's great.
0: Great act. Yeah, uh, you really got to see it. It's on Amazon, folks.
1: And I'm not just saying because I'm actually part of it. It yeah. really is a great freaking show.
0: It, well, it's a lot of action. you know. A lot of action, there. but right. the writing, the writing right.
1: was done that w- that Willie did was yeah. unbelievable. And to have you guys depict the characters yeah. that he put on paper was even more. You, you
0: know, I put Willie in his first movie.
1: A Bronx Tale, a Bronx and Hill. I remember that part where it was him and another guy, and they were wearing the white guinea tees. That's and, correct. And it, it was yes, him,
0: Joe the uh, Joe the Gordio, the Peter, Peter Gordio, Peter Gordio. That's and, uh, right. Yeah,
1: and uh, Joe D'Onofrio was in that and also. Joe, that's
0: right, D'Onofrio. You were too young back then. Yeah. I was. I, let me yeah. tell
1: you something. It's that's a classic. Yeah. That no, was, I'm very happy. 1994. Three. Three. 1993. 1993.
0: It, it is a classic. It's. And people, you know, love it. They love talking about it. It's a cl- look to me. Godfather is the most perfect movie. I've always said that. But the way Godfather, you know, take uh, take the gun, you know, uh, uh, leave the cannolis, uh, bring the cannolis, you know, you know, whatever that is. I forgot. Right. It. Take the gun. Take the gun. Leave, leave the, the cannolis. Cannoli. Right. You know, uh, Maroni can't refuse. In my movie, they talk about you know, is it better to be loved or feared? Now you can't leave. Absolutely. Throw him in the bathroom. So a lot of those sayings have seeped its way into the American dialogue. They
1: have become part of our culture. That's right. Uh, there's wow. cult wow. followings for old movies, and it's great to hear people yeah. put them in the bathroom or don't look at me when I Don't look at Dyson. me, right. Now, <laughs> I have
0: to ask you. You go to an event. This is it, right here.
1: This is it. People know what they're getting. You, you don't want me? If you don't want me
0: there... If, then don't invite got, me. Don't invite me.
1: That's it. I will be at your wedding like this. I will be at your reception. They know that. I will, that's it. I'll be at your dinner table. You know, I, I am very clean and hygienic. I have 10,000 pants like this. I got 10,000 shirts. Right. Others without holes. Right. And, uh, you know, wow. a- after Carfellas and, uh, you know, I just started doing, I got called for movies. And I was, you know, Fred Carpenter from Long Island that did, right. you know, yeah. all these independent films. I was in Jesse. Uh, I was uh, with... Uh, Kamala met and I did uh, wow. Laugh, Kill, Laugh. William Forsythe kills me in that movie. Rob. And he actually calls that his favorite kill now, of all.
0: It, I, look, There's your camera right there. I want you to tell the audience if they want to get in touch with you or get on your...
1: What uh, oh, uh, should they do? If they want to follow me on Instagram, it's Tommy Romola. Last name is Romola. T-O-M-M-I-E-R-O-M-O-L-A-1. Right. Tommy Romola 1. Uh, on Instagram or you could actually even put in big time Tommy and it will go to Tommy Romola one, but just look for the blue dot. There are like fifty fake pages and fan pages and I couldn't even get big time Tommy. No. Somebody took my big time yeah, Tommy yeah, I believe that. Yeah. And, and and I couldn't even get I couldn't even get my name. That's why I had to put the number one at the end of my name.
0: Big time Tommy one.
1: No, it's it's yes, it's big time Tom it's Tommy Romola one. Wow. But somebody had Tommy Romola without the that. one. Somebody
0: had Chaz Imagine that. And they wanted, they started off with 100,000. I said, you know, forget, fuck you. I just did Chaz It was okay. my site. And then as the years went on, they went 80,000, 60,000, 50,000, 40,000. We could 20, have went there and made them in for They could have refused it. No, no, no. That, I, <laughs> believe me, I've been asked that. I just said, no. And <laughs> hey, you know what happened? My manager called me and goes, hey, the guy let it go. After all the time he just oh, he never it, paid for, he it never it for it anymore. So did you so, get it? So I got it. Good for you. But I don't use it. I still use chaspower.net. But I had to get it anyway. Just okay. I think another. you
1: could actually link both of them together. I didn't know that. I'm you know pretty what? sure Thank you, you could. I'm pretty that. sure yeah. you could link them both together. Now,
0: before we go, you're a man who loves to eat. You love good food, right? Right or wrong.
1: Is this a fat joke? No, it's not a fat okay. joke. Okay. I no. love to eat. I'm a okay. foodie. I love to eat. When
0: you go. You you want Italian food, because I think I know, because we met at a great restaurant. I don't know if it's that one, but where would you say, Long Island, you want great Italian food, where would you go? You got a bunch of, a few restaurants?
1: I do have a couple of restaurants. I have a couple of pizzerias. Right. Uh, uh, my go-to restaurants on Long Island Italian food yeah. would be Puccinella in Massapequa, and three eighty eight and Alberts three eighty eight, and the, that's where we ate together we met, a month ago.
0: Oh, that was two months fantastic. Ago. That was three eighty eight. I got to go to Puccinella. I got to try that.
1: Puccinella is, is to die for. Um, remember we, you guys just got done filming, right? And uh, they were closed, right? I gave them a call and they kept the the place <laughs> open and uh, why not? They 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 served You're big time and. and I am big time You're
0: big time they kept the place open for big time but your chest your well, yeah. do you realize what that means look it was it, nice it, but tommy really you've been a pleasure
1: thank you uh, for having me it means a go, lot to me
0: people can go on your instagram or they can your,
1: go on my facebook which is tommy romola t-o-m-m-i-e r-o-m-o-l-a or they could go on to my Twitter, right. which I actually got big time, Tommy, on my Twitter. Oh, fantastic! So, yes, I was able to get that.
0: Well, it's really been a pleasure. And you're thank really, you very much. For I, having I'm glad I've showed people this other side of you. Yes, uh, you're you're a very bright guy, you're very thoughtful. And, thank you. Uh, it was and, really uh, nice to have you on the show. To
1: me, there's nothing more important than family and friends. Right. And uh, I'm happy to call you my friend now. But
0: yes, sir, we are friends. And tell the audience about old school. Do your thing, whatever it is. <laughs> go.
1: All right, everybody. Usually I start off with this is big time. Tommy, how you doing? But now I'm ending it off with OS for life. it easy.
0: OS for life, brother. Listen, thank you so much. Uh, It's been real great. We got a new episode coming out next week. Don't forget to go to ChazPalmentary.net for a lot of things. My merchandise, my shows, you can call if you have a young boy or a young a child who needs some inspiration. I'll do a shout-out to them about the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Go to ChazPalmentary.net. God bless you all. I'll see you next week.